there. How's it going, everybody? That's right. If you can hear my voice, it's another hilarious, apparently hilarious episode of the Coven Podcast where we talk about all things nerdy, all things feminism, throw them into the cauldron and see what we get bubbling today this week is Overwatch and its attempts and successes at diversity and maybe where it could do better? Question mark? Uh, to lead you through this journey, I am your host, Daily Wilhelm, the Witch of the Waylanks. Joining me today is first-time witch... Dalton Martin. <laughs> I don't have a fancy make him, name. Make it, make it, uh, do it. Witch of the South? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I'm the only person I think I've known as, like, from southern Indiana, so I'm just kind of, like, token southern guy. <laughs> okay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and it's done. <laughs> and laughing in the corner, we have the lovely CJ Streetman, managing editor. And uh, I'm not going to lock myself into a name on that on the spot. <laughs> okay, but we you got Dalton. We'll, we'll get me eventually. We got it's... Dalton too. So, uh, so to preface this, uh, I should say that personally, I do not play Overwatch, For but shame. Uh, I know. But I'm a big fan of watching and a big fan of what the fandom has created this massive trash heap of memes. So you would say you watch over Overwatch? I watch over Overwatch. Okay, now we can't make that joke anymore. It's over. Okay. Who watches the the Overwatch watcher Overwatches? The Watchmen. (laughs) (laughs) The Overwatchmen. So, you guys play? Yes. Yes, I've invested too many hours in this thing. Too many. Who do you main usually? Tanks. Tanks. Um, I main Mercy and Roadhog. Yo. I would say I I Diva, but she got nerfed recently. I still haven't given you your hat. It's in my apartment. I'm getting you that. The hat in question is a Diva hat, yes. The hat in question is a black baseball cap. Baseball cap, sorry, what Dalton is known for around Earth. (laughs) Earth? (laughs) That's my one attribute. Worldwide fame. It just has Diva's bunny logo on the Which works. Yeah. It works. It works. So, Overwatch, despite my not playing it, I had to recognize it. Because of how massive it became, huge instantly, uh, it's got a huge international market, which is probably one of the most notable things about it. Uh, it actually, for a little while, overtook League of Legends in popularity in South Korea. Uh, oh wow, I did not. Yeah, know that. yeah. which is kind of crazy when you think about League in South Korea. I mean, it was um, super impressive when League overtook StarCraft. Right, and we're just continually evolving well, from back there. On top. But League has retaken its throne, but only by Blizzard's I think back it back on second to top, <laughs> but only by like one point six percent. So oh, still that's, considerable. That's still wild. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then going with our focus uh, of this fastest selling piece, it was the fastest selling PC game on record so far. It overtook Diablo three, is what I know. Um, but what I really like to hear about it is straight from lead writer Michael Chu said, uh, I think what we're really inspired by was all the diversity in our world when creating this game. Different cultures, history, the different pop cultures that are in different places like anime and manga, movies and comic books. We wanted to take inspiration from all these things. And I think it really shows. I think, I mean... With a game like this, it's massively diverse. The first thing I recognized from it, I was like, wait, this character is also from this game? Because aside from art direction, you wouldn't necessarily think such diverse characters were all part of the same cast of characters. I mean, literally, like, diverse in terms of demographics, but also just diverse in terms of, like, the styles of character. Like, they don't look like they... It's weird, because they don't look like they belong in the same cast, but it feels like they belong in the same world. Right. I tried to explain this to my grandfather, of all people, because he was very interested in the game. Um, and it's like, it's it's a game. It's a shooter, sort of, but it's based in objective play. And I was like... And he was, that to all my friends. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he you got really confused. Like, But there's like a ninja here, and a knight with a hammer, and then you have this guy with an assault rifle. And I'm like, you've got it. You summed it up. There's even more characters. You got a uh, Roadhog who's has a hook and he a shotgun a hook and a shrapnel gun. Um, yeah. I don't know. You got a little girl that rides a mech, uh, and you got your typical sniper people. And then you look, got you have a you, you have, have a, a literal angel. <laughs> you have a robot monk. <laughs> robot yeah. monk. Uh, 
who a dwarf that builds pelted. turrets. <laughs> Disney princess turret. Disney. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Uh, and then you have um, the world's emo with sniper. <laughs> I have no heart. Such a tragic backstory for Lil. For a second, I almost thought you meant Anna, and I was like, "Wait, well, no, she also, she's has, not. she also has a ridiculously tragic backstory." But I would never call her emo. You have a grandma <laughs> sniper and an emo sniper. <laughs> grandma sniper and emo sniper, a different emo sniper, but he's emo because he killed his brother. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot. There's a there's lot, a lot to of tragic backstory. Yeah. Yeah, and we figured all this out from the approximate two words of backstory we've gotten from Blizzard. Yeah. That's a that's something I definitely want to get into later. What people have taken out of this from what little we get from Blizzard. Just before we even get into that, like 100%, I have a very hard time figuring out, like remembering off the top of my head what is canon and what is just common. Exactly, accepted. yeah. Basically, uh, it's a lot of assumptions and then Blizzard will occasionally come out with an animated short. It's like, canon now. Yeah. yeah. Well, they come out and say, like, that one thing was canon, and then swing a wrecking ball through the rest of the fan. <laughs> yeah. You can't it's even like... rely on, like, the comics all the time because, like, they do every now and then. But, like, sometimes it's hypothetical. Like, uh, I think the most recent one was the uh, for the New Year event. There was a new one for the New Year. Yeah. Okay. Um, it showed, it was basically, I think, the Journey of the West told through, like, Winston, who's, like, Sun Wukong or whatever. Yeah, which was entirely fantasy. Winston is not Sun Wukong. Like, yeah. <laughs> you can no just... one's trying to say that. Uh, for the Halloween event. Fight me. I'll say that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Reaper is the Headless Horseman. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. That was, but that was them telling the story. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So Journey to the West came out because uh, Overwatch is doing a lot to celebrate the Lunar New Year, which is celebrated in Eastern Asian countries. So that was this, the 27th, I think, was the official like yeah, date of the, Saturday. yeah, this past Saturday. Um, so they released skins for everyone for the Lunar New Year. Uh, there's a lot uh, going on. There's a uh, different cultures being represented, which I think is awesome. Like Diva's wearing a miniskirt hanbok. Uh, Anna is wearing a tall, which is also a Korean mask. We've got uh, Tracer has like cherry blossom armor. Mm-hmm. Um, just a lot of stuff. But is that then culturally appropriate? Because like Sumetra, who's Indian and likely practices Hinduism, if anything at all, was given a Chinese Chi Pao skin and her skin is literally called Chi Pao and it's still sexualized because apparently Chi Pao's in Chinese clothing aren't constantly sexualized enough. I'm reading off of a Tumblr post that I screenshotted, by the Just way. Just right off the bat, <laughs> because that comment opens with the religious thing. Yep. The Lunar New Year is important to a variety of religions, but to the such a degree that it's celebrated as widely as like it's 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 not Christmas, yeah. but it's that kind of a thing where it has become it has like exceeded the religious connotations of it. And I think going back with Overwatch trying to be as diverse as it is, it is an it's an opportunity to showcase other things like I've, I'm not familiar with I was never familiar with like the handbook and all that and now mm-hmm. I'm like I'm interested in this stuff because now I'm introduced to it now if they limited to that to like certain characters and all I would like I wouldn't know um, I'm honestly glad they went with the Lunar New Year because they could have like cheapened out and went with a Valentine's Day yeah oh what would they have gone for that I wouldn't have been super happy because they, they did not say going to take money off of the idea that they do something it was it wasn't going to be a major event they did say they like they said they weren't going to do a major event focused on Valentine's Day. They said they were going to have something in February, which turned out to be the lunar event. And so it had a lot of people scratching their heads like, what are they going to do now? So, like, I'm happy. Yeah, I mean, they, they did. Yeah. Like, Valentine's Day is such low-hanging fruit. Yeah. Like, uh, look at Destiny over the past year. It's done almost exclusively, like, very American-oriented things, despite having a global audience. It mm-hmm. wasn't Christmas. It was a very winter solstice It was winter event. solstice. It was... Um, Halloween. Do- it, uh, uh, Festival of the Lost. Uh, dawn of... Like, Dawn or something, like, yeah. for New Year's. Yeah. And... They're able to su- frame it. was such it. a global game, and they didn't capitalize on that. And Overwatch, which is as we're talking about today, so devoted to diversity is capitalizing on that. It's yeah. very much doing a wide variety of things. And I think it was mostly testing the water with stuff like the Halloween thing. Because yeah. the Olympics one was iffy. Like, they just didn't do that very well. But it was very much right out the gate. They were talking about a global thing. Yeah. The Olympics one was just like athletic wear. Yeah. yeah. 
However, it did gift us with the incredible thing of Farah slam dunking a ball in the raptor suit. Yes. Get dunked on. I use that. I use that spray. That's the best. Wonderful. I have alternatives, but I just love that one. Okay. Wonderful, but. Uh, so, yeah, absolutely. Like what you said, Dalton, I wasn't hugely familiar about Lunar New Year. I did not think that uh, it stretched elsewhere aside from China because that's what you grow up with in rural Indiana. It's like, hey, it's Chinese New Year. We're going to write some like calligraphy today because See, let's have something to about, do. What you're talking about is actually the high end of the spectrum in Indiana because yeah. most of Indiana is... <laughs> What's Chinese New Year? <laughs> I always celebrated the first. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Why would we celebrate that? We ain't Chinese. Being oh resident God. Southern yeah. expert here. So, <laughs> there you yeah, go. the Witch of the South. Thank you <laughs> for regaling us with that. But, yeah, no, essentially, uh, I do think it did a lot to introduce people to something they might have not been familiar with. And then for the people that do celebrate that, that's like, an amazing shout out it's, it's absolutely like the first time i've ever seen that represented in a video game yeah. yeah it's like hey you know that thing that i do this weekend yeah look it's on overwatch like pay attention because someone is yeah uh which i really like yeah essentially i i screenshotted this argument that it's culturally appropriative because everyone got a skin uh, everyone was a part of this, especially uh, with what happened with uh, the four characters in Journey to the West. So that yep. was Zenyatta, Reinhardt, uh, Roadhog, and Winston essentially took those roles of those folk heroes. Let's um, see. Uh, Roadhog was, I can never remember the name, but he was the pig dude, yeah. which yeah. that's... Let's be real. That's a bit low-hanging fruit. Zubaji? Pretty much. I'm I'm going to butcher pronunciation. I'm Z- learning. I know the story of Drain of the West. Zenyatta I... was the Sun Prince, right? Yeah. Yes. And let's see who... Oh, yeah. I just almost forgot who Sun Wukong was on the Overwatch. I wonder if it's the giant monkey. Hmm. <laughs> <Can I laughs> who gorilla? could it be? Can I just, can I just leave? <laughs> who could it be? Yeah. Essentially, it's just like, why? why are you mad when... Why are you just you're finding a reason to be mad about something when really it's like, yay, people who actually celebrate this are happy about it. No one's like, I can't believe that a German. Well, the Reinhardt one's a little iffy. The, almost. Yeah, the, the Reinhardt one is questionable. But when you say that an Asian coded robot and a monkey are wearing yellow face, hmm. there's like it. There's just some base level stuff that like just doesn't functionally work. Like I get the argument with Reinhardt because he portrays a very important character in Journey to the West whose name yeah. I can't remember because it's been years since I've read it. But he's like the Sun King, right? Like that's the whole thing. Yeah. Like and just I don't know. Like the other three characters, it's very much like, well, yeah, this is just this fits the character. It's not a religious holiday. It's functionally we're gonna have characters cosplay important people to this festival yeah that's i like the word that you use cosplay thinking of it as cosplay yeah i think the issue is like if people what would be the alternative if it wasn't reinhardt who would it be then and that comes like the question it's like do they have an alternative it's they went with the best person to represent i mean functionally i literally have seen people arguing that only diva and may should have had skin so like that is an uh, that is a mindset that's out there right Ooh. Yeah, and it's just, yeah. like, and it's like the whole thing of Overwatch. Like, we're talking about the diversity here. The whole thing of Overwatch is trying to, like, spread these cultures. Like, it's a matter of these, we're taking people from all over the world, from all different cultures, and trying to represent those cultures here. It's not a matter of, ooh, this piece of culture is cool. It's a matter of, look at this cool piece of culture and really learn about it. Yeah, there's a connection there. It's not being like, we're not giving any credit to where this originally came from. Like, can we have a Google Trends search of Lunar New Year this year compared to any other year ever? Ooh. Because I'm sure it's Especially much state, like, United statewide. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to do it. Um, I'm going to yeah. do it. But it really doesn't make a whole lot of sense because this event is almost simultaneously trying to introduce to a lot of people who may not be familiar with it. And then it lets them like an outlet to appreciate it more. And that kind of goes along the lines of, sure, Reinhardt isn't Asian, but the Duke could still appreciate it like in the cosplay aspect. Fundamentally, appropriation is taking the culture without the people. Mm-hmm. Overwatch isn't doing that. Yeah. Overwatch is taking both and trying to act and trying to appropriately appreciate both. 
There is a significant spike, according to Google Trends, of countries where Lunar New Year is not necessarily celebrated. Googling what is Lunar New Year. So, like, Australia, United States. Yeah, North uh, America, Australia, and it looks like India. Yeah, India, too. I I don't know what they do. What do you, what do you mean, what they do? For if they celebrate New oh. Year in a particular way. Because I know... Off the top of my head, I know very, very little about Hindu culture, which... Yeah, same. Regardless of what percent it is, it dominates Indian culture. So, I, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know. No confidence on commenting on that. Yeah, yeah. I mean... I guess that's a good uh, stepping off point into the controversy with one of Farrah's skins. Yeah, sure. Um, okay. So one of the initial launch skins for lo- Legendary, right? That's the top tier? Yes. I always want to say Epic, but they got those switched backwards. Epic. The Legendary skin Thunderbird and Rain Dancer yeah. for Farrah depict... Uh, what appears to be a Native American style eagle, in addition to just a bunch of other Native Native American uh, motifs. She's which, wearing like a headdress to some extent. Yeah, right. and it's it's some stuff that like right out the gate we all kind of looked at and we're like that doesn't seem quite right. And in light of the recent Christmas comic, and then just in general kind of realizations about the uh, about the way that Blizzard is doing things. I kind of came to the shocking realization that that probably had to do with Farrah's dad, but apparently everyone beat me to that by, like, 12 minutes. Mm-hmm. Add on two years. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, but the Native Americans of Canada also share many of much of the same imagery. To, so, like, it's something that was alluded to from the very beginning and honestly makes right. a lot of sense. That now. that's part of her heritage, so... Yeah. It's okay. It's not appropriative it's in like that sense. We started sense. with one single puzzle piece, and then we got more. Yeah. Really, picture. really, we just got like, we someone described to us the picture of the puzzle, and we were like, that doesn't sound very good. <laughs> and then we they put the puzzle together, and we were like, oh, oh okay, oh, okay. Yeah, there was a lot of questions I had about. No, we're good. <laughs> there was a lot of questions I had about the Christmas comic. Uh, I mean, we're going to get to the main bit, of course, with being Tracer's revealed sexuality. But my real question here is, Hanzo has an edgy haircut and the bridge of his nose is pierced. Hanzo's hot. Like, yeah. that's, that's the most I, But, like, why? The one thing that, like, <laughs> blew my mind out of that was Hanzo, I've always, like, thought was supposed to be this uh, mafia-type boss. Yeah. Like Yakuza? Yeah. Yeah. And then... He's out in his strange hoodie buying cake because that's what you do on Christmas uh, in Japan. You buy cake. His backstory is heavily, like, it seems it's all honor, family, and, like, business. Yeah. And then you just have him just like, yeah, it's cool. But you kind of see a softer side of him, kind of almost. Yeah. Even though he tries to, maybe that's what it is. Because he's showing that softer moment, he has to make up for that with how edgy he looks in that moment. I feel like we're kind of getting the sense that he's removed himself from that whole from the whole situation of his family because of his guilt over killing Genji, quote unquote, quote killing. unquote killing Genji. Right. Um, and I thought I thought is yeah I thought it was very heavily implied that uh, the animated short Dragons was before everything, and then they kind of reconcile. You think before the recall of Overwatch? Yeah, I think oh. that's set before. Mm. I interpreted. I guess I don't really know what Hanzo's role is connected to Overwatch. He's just way. a brother. He's yeah, just exactly. So I don't really angry. know. Any he's way not to connected to Overwatch it. nor Talon. He's just there. He's just trying to pick up his brother from school. Everything got really mixed up. And he stabbed him multiple times. <laughs> I guess his Oops. only connection is Genji being fixed up by uh, Angela, right? Yeah. Right. And then even then, Genji's just like. Master, like to uh, no, he's not the master. Uh, Zenyatta is his master. Yeah. Which how old is Genji? Genji's like twenty something. Yeah. Zenyatta is twenty two. <laughs> yeah. Like. Hmm. I just think that's hysterical. Hmm. hmm. But okay, the main event, the obviously, thing. of reflections, the comic that was released was uh, Tracer has a significant other named Emily. Uh, a lot of people. Shockingly close to Amelie. Yeah. Oh, mm. oh, well, but uh, so then essentially. <laughs> Wait, Dalton just worked up something and then squashed it. Them teases. <laughs> there you go. Okay. But uh, 
So this is very significant because it was essentially officially confirmed that uh, Tracer is either gay or bi. Um, oh, they did. They just they flat out stated that she is gay. She's not bi. She's yes. just. Oh, flat. okay. Yes, they, they tweeted that in her garden. Okay, later. I'm a little sad face because more bi representation, please. But it's still a massive step. Uh, like for. The biggest possible reason is when you think Overwatch, you think Tracer. Yeah, That's I mean, like, she's on the cover. Yeah, but she's she was she the first character Overwatch. introduced. Almost, I think she was. She was the most charming one, anyway. In like the, the cinematic face. trailer, yeah. Because yeah. originally they were really focusing on Winston, and at some point they switched it around to where Tracer was the face of Overwatch. Tracer is what you think of. Tracer is like Tracer looks like what Overwatch feels like. Yeah, yeah. Winston. That's it, a good description. Not so yeah. much. Yeah. yeah, Winston, I love Winston a lot, and I think he does definitely fit in with, like, the aesthetic, but, like, you you want to see Tracer. I have 13 minutes of playtime with Winston, so that'll tell hey, you how I feel yeah. about Winston as a character. I try him, yeah, he, he's okay. Yeah. But no, yeah, just the fact that, like, that was the core of the entire comic, yeah. Tracer getting home to her girlfriend to have a cute little... To I got get you ready something. to go to Winston's cute little Christmas. Yeah. I love that. You know what I really oh, loved, though, is Winston that some people reacted to this with, it's just her roommate. They're just roommates. Oh my God. That's what I do with my roommates. Pals. I just go up and just like, come here, boy. Come here. <laughs> gal pals. They right? seriously gal pals to this? I've seen I people gal pal it. Yeah. Yeah, it was very rare, but like on when, uh, for the forum posts, they were like, I don't see why people are like that. They could just be really close roommates or something. Someone um, said it was like, is that her sister? And it's like, how do you treat your sister? <laughs> hmm. If I'm being real, I honestly expect that to be coming more from widow tracer shippers than from people who are against gay tracer. Exactly my point. Everyone was like, my ship is ruined. Do not ruin Which, my ship. The way that they phrased it before... Um, Tracer's outing, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Revelation, reflection yeah, before, in before revelation. Before they revealed this about yeah. Tracer, was that there was a queer character in the game Overwatch. That is how they phrased it. Yeah. There is a queer character. And that was something that was always very disappointing to me. And, like, the fact that they're now kind of teasing, yeah, there's more queer yeah, people. Yeah, I like, have a quote give from... I give you that quote. Um, from head writer Michael Chu. It's very important God for us. Yes, really. It's very important for us to have diversity and inclusiveness of all types, and that includes LGBT characters. There are definitely LGBT heroes in Overwatch. That's multiple heroes. So, like, once again, my number one concern that Zarya is trans. I don't want them to do that because that's so easy and it fits into so many stereotypes yeah it should be noted too that uh the comic reflections uh on the russian site was blocked it said in in accordance with russian law we cannot share this comic with our players on territory of russian federation it's probably they consider it uh, yeah it's gay propaganda it's gay propaganda however blizzard said in a release basically there are some countries where we can't have this but you can probably, but in like very sneaky words, but you can probably find translations somewhere. Ha ha ha. I mean, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, you Google it, it's going to pop up because of how it was news. It was a big thing. I didn't realize it until it popped up on my news feed from, it wasn't even Kotaku. It was like, I think it was BuzzFeed even covered it. And BuzzFeed usually doesn't do that. Mm -mm. But because it was... LGBT related it blew up in different spheres uh, which I think was really neat because I think that kind of draws people in more and is like hey actually games are getting better when it comes to queer representation so hey it's okay I swear this is a safe place it's not in any way yet but we're moving forward but if you think of it this way and the reason it probably got even more press is you have overwatch which is arguably one of the biggest games of last year Mm -hmm. has straight up one of the largest install bases of all time yep so won so many rewards so many accolades and then your face the person that everyone sees when they get the game identifies as lgbt Seriously, they Amazing. straight up hetero baited everyone, and I love it. <laughs> no, that, yeah. People were genuinely upset. They, that I was know, like part of the argument in the forums. Those people can eat it. This is the greatest thing that's ever happened. I just really like that people got angry. 
People were genuinely angry about The thing wasn't that people were angry because Tracer was gay, but they were angry because she's not gay with the person they want her to be. Who else do... Oh, with... Yeah, Yeah, the shippers, which we're going to talk about ships soon enough. Because there is one objectively best one. Wow. We're we're going to throw down maybe (laughs) here. I don't know. But uh, what I have to ask you guys then... Hope so. You said already, CJ. You are I'm hoping. Very, I'm very concerned that, like, I I know Blizzard does well mm-hmm. in almost all all regards, but trans representation is so young and so poorly done so often yeah. that I'd really just rather that not happen. Yeah, like to that character that so many people already love. I would hate for that to be tainted by a bad representation of an identity that doesn't have very much good representation. Right. So who would you guys want to see? Well, well, I'll bring this up in the shipping so conversation. I, I okay. Had, <laughs> so there were a few. I had like few comp- conversations online with different groups I'm part of, and that was like one of the things that's like we always try to figure out because like you said there was one, so it was like you have 23 people to choose from. Who's it going to be? And there was a. Di- I had like different guesses. I thought maybe Lucio, maybe Tracer was in there. Um, Let's be real though. One of them is absolutely sombra with the retractable fingernails. <laughs> I We're love being that. Foolish if that's if we say that that's not the case. Uh, but then going back to the, uh, uh, this is me thinking possibly even what I want it to be. Um, just because I would love this is going back to the uh, Christmas comic. Um, one of the scenes is you see Reinhardt and Torbjorn at Torbjorn's house with his like thirteen kids. Yeah. <laughs> Torbjorn has like thirteen kids. Yeah. He literally like, thirteen. I counted. And I'm thinking them. like, okay, Reinhardt. In that picture. In that pi- Oh god. Reinhardt is like seventy, eighty something. He's really old. Well, canonically, he was around when Homestuck was. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm feeling and there's like that's been made canon. Oh we gosh. know this. Lord. Reinhardt could be a Homestuck fan. I'm think I was like I'm thinking that maybe like Reinhardt being like I would think like maybe he's gay I'm thinking that's like my, with Torbjorn though no not Torbjorn Torbjorn okay. has a wife with yeah because he, he has a beautiful wife but he has a beautiful wife also like I think uh, he also has like a liege of sorts it's like this young girl that follows him around like oh. I think she's like a future character future possibly yeah. um, and so I'm like maybe that um, I could like I still think Lucio could be a possibility. Um, if there's anybody, they, and I'm trying to think even more, like there's a lot of making it open ended um, makes it like anybody could. Yeah, I like that they leave it open because then it's like you can put that interpretation on that character and you're not necessarily wrong. Yeah, there's nothing to prove you wrong. At this point, I just really want everything possible to make the same people angry that like uh, the Tracer people were angry about. So I want Hannah Song <laughs> oh. to be asexual just so that she can't be their like pixie dream girl sex fantasy. Yeah. I could see that. Um, one thing there was an argument on the Overwatch subreddit like months ago over the debate of whether like Bastion. <laughs> Bastion. It's like, is Bastion male, female? And then people are like, no, he's just, no, it's just robot. Robot. Like, what's robot. The, why are we arguing about this? Not male or female, but AI. Yeah. So, like, and that was like, and that was. Could have attraction. There were at least hmm. romantic sense, The whole front page of the subreddit was just that argument with different, like, argu- like their own stance on it. I'm just. Do something, Blizzard, with this. <laughs> Address this somehow. Give Bastion boobs. <laughs> New skin. Give Baps. <laughs> New skin. Fembot. Bastion. Yeah, like, Doesn't make sense know. for Zenyatta because so, he's. Tranquil, unless it's like a mint, a sensei. <laughs> I don't know where so we're going. <laughs> well, here's just a thing that I've had pointed out to me, uh, and it's very, very important to me. Every other Omnic we've seen that's in the same model type as Zenyatta has been ripped, and Zenyatta's a little twink. And I love that. <laughs> it makes me so happy. He is the tiniest Omnic yeah. that we have seen. Yeah. I'm and glad. You bring that up. Excellent segue. I don't know what I'm segueing into. It's like Christmas for me. Ooh. Body types. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Hey. Yes. So there's a lot uh, of different. There's a lot to cover because I think that's what Overwatch has done best, in my opinion, when it comes to trying to be diverse, not only in pulling people from many different cultures and representing them well, but also making people look like people. Making people look like people, and then in like. We discussed this before in one of the most stunning things. Half the cast has is disabled in some way. Yeah. It's magical. 
Yeah. I never thought about that until you brought that up, but yeah. when you get down to it, it's like, yeah. Yeah. Like, half of them have prosthetics. Genji is 90% prosthetic. Genji yeah. is a prosthetic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, we have Symmetra, who Symmetra. is autistic, and I believe there's been some discussion with um, Junkrat, who Did I'm not familiar with. He doesn't 100%. have a leg. He's Yeah, yeah. No, he's got yeah. A peg he leg. has a peg leg. Like, McCree has a robot arm. Theoretically, Farah might have robot parts. We don't know. It's mm-hmm. it's a fan and idea. Right. Lucio might, but there's like Symmetra does, Torbjorn does. Which can we just talk about the fact that Torbjorn was like, I don't have a hand, so I could get a prosthetic <laughs> hand, but or I could get a giant magma claw. True. Yeah. Priorities. <laughs> you can open the pickle jar better that way. Yeah. Let's be real. Maybe but he's yeah, got like an just, attachment. He he is yeah. like a workshop <laughs> dude. He probably has I'm pretty multiple sure attachments. In one of his sprays, he has a spatula flipping yes. as a chef. He's the Swedish chef. Yeah, he's, I lo- <laughs> he's flipping something. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's wonderful. But then just like body types in general, like straight up the fact that there is a character that looks like May. Yeah. And like no, that never happens. Yeah, no. It's always if that it's does happen, Widowmaker. yeah, it's always Widowmaker. Games, it's Widowmaker. Like uh, Widowmaker is your stereotypical femme fatale. Which, here's yeah. the thing: a lot of people criticize Widowmaker's um, character model and type, and it's like those criticisms would be valid if this was the only representation of the female body right. here. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is, Widowmaker is a representation in a sea of representation that makes the representation good because it is varied. Right. Yeah. Versus with a game like League, which uh, the article that I looked over for talking about different body types within Overwatch, it just had picture after picture of female character in League, or and it's smite. all or even Smite. It's all the that. same, very bodacious, but curves in all the right places. Yep. Uh, it's just this same silhouette that doesn't reflect the abilities that that person has, which is always like. It's Wait, so you're going to go and do this massive, amazing thing. You're going to jump over things, but you look like you've skipped leg day your entire life. <laughs> Wait a minute. And then just like something that we don't normally get to talk about because normally it doesn't matter because normally it's not done this well. Male body type variation yes. as well. Yeah. Like the fact of the matter is in one of the better ships that we'll get to, that we can get to <laughs> later, with Roadhog and Junkrat right there, like, drastically different body types like just right off the bat you Mm -hmm. just have like and neither of them are really athletic muscled white dude yeah they fit that perfect like 90s timon and pumbaa not even that but you also like uh what's their like bones and uh cow and chicken yeah but what's the guy power rangers (laughs) we're just naming them we're the power rangers people it's like you got the small Little dude, and you got the big buff guy. Big bad like, beetleboards. I, I don't know what their name. <laughs> it's like bones and something, but like that that dynamic works so well. I love Roadhog. Roadhog um, is amazing. Yeah. No, I I just really love seeing like when you see the outlines of the characters, you're like, I know exactly who that yeah, is. There's it, no confusion. It serves a mechanical purpose, and it serves a purpose in terms of just creating a better world that these characters exist in. Mm-hmm. Like it is. There is no ludo narrative dissonance in that instance. It is functional. It is functional and perfect. Yeah, like that. with Diva, for example. Yeah, when she's in her uh, mecha giant walking tank, badass. Yeah. But then when she loses it, she's running all over the place, agile. You and, still know, but exactly. she's she's kind of a glass cannon almost because she deals a lot of damage, but she can't take it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which makes sense. It's body types reflecting what the mechanics are telling you mm-hmm. too. Um, it is interesting, though, that in the 2014 BlizzCon reveal of Overwatch, the only female characters they showed was Mercy, Tracer, and Farah, who are all kind of of the same body type. In which in the reveal, I thought the reveal was the fight in the museum when um, um, when they were like I think initially they dropped the, screenshots. Yeah, first. screenshots. Yeah. I, re- I remember that. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So it was like. Mm, but then now we have like Zarya, Anna, and May. Uh, which Anna, I didn't even think about it until I read this article. It's like, yeah, Anna has an old lady body. Yeah, there's. It old, makes sense. I was going to bring this up, like in the discussion of body types. There's old people. Yeah. There are old people in this game. Reinhardt, even though he is a giant hulking metal man, one of his, his like grandpa. victory poses is like my back. He's grandpa. Yeah. He, I personally feel that he is actually my grandpa because his last name is Wilhelm and my last name is Wilhelm. So. What's his first name? 
Uh, Reinhardt. Is it actually? Right. Yeah, Reinhardt Wilhelm. Wait, no. No, you're right. He doesn't have a different first name. I don't know what his first name is. Reinhardt is his last name, though. I don't know what his Wait, first name is. No, is his he last Wilhelm name Reinhardt? is Wilhelm. Oh, no. Oh. Well, screw it. Anyway. Not important. I mean, Reinhardt I'm related is a very to Reinhardt, German character. <laughs> Daly's going to grow up to be big and strong, too. Yes, that's what I want. And that's what uh, people can do now. There's more representation of women growing up to be big and strong, like Zarya. Yeah, uh, straight up, Zarya is one that's really impressive to me, which is part of why I want to protect that really well-done character so much. Because it's so easy to have, like, this joke character of the buff woman. Yeah. Like, just this butch woman. Zarya is super femme. Yeah. Like, she is ridiculously femme and also ripped. Yeah. Like, that's awesome. You can do both. Amazing. Yeah. People might not have thought it before, but you can do both. Yeah, just little things like that. Little and touches. And her backstory this... explains it so well, too. I'm not familiar with her backstory. Her backstory is when... She always wanted to be uh, a bodybuilder for like, and for the whole Russia. And she was in like the Olympics. She was a gold medalist. I then mean, the, she then, lifted 512 kilograms. Yeah, the, and then the Omnics attacked. And so she sacrificed her like career as being a gymnast and a gymnast, uh, <laughs> not a gymnast. <laughs> uh, she uh, is very agile. The parallel as well. bars can hold her. <laughs> <laughs> she, she basically uh, gave up that life to fight against the Omnics and. She became like a super soldier of sorts that could carry those that particle cannon, that, which was uh, ripped off of a tank. Which ripped off. Yeah. It was just a <laughs> tank. It wasn't just a tank. It was those mechs you saw in yeah. that. It's if it takes a super mech to carry that, she just wields that everywhere. And actually, the fight against the Omnics reminds me of another thing that I think that Blizzard has just done tremendously well with character development. Zarya's a racist. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. She's, she. She is terrible to omnic teammates. Like mm. a lot she, of there's she, it's a mix cuz you have some characters that are embrace like they embrace omnics like Lucio and Genji, but then you have people like uh you have Zarya, Torbjorn to some extent. Yeah, Torbjorn's like ambivalent to negative. Mm-hmm. Zarya hates omnics. And in a world where omnics are like they have civil rights, she's racist. Yeah. And it's like this is a very well-developed character. This yeah. is a character with a flaw. This is a lovable character with a tremendous flaw. And that's something that a lot of games are scared to do is to make to put something negative onto otherwise lovable characters. Yeah. I I'm in love with the with the characterization of Zarya. And cuz uh, what's one of the comments she makes on the uh, Numani map it's like I can't see I how can't humans and Omnic how, yeah. how uh, Omnics and humans can like live together like this after like what happened. And so like, it fits her character cuz like Russia I think was the thing that took like the most damage. Yeah, it was. These it giant was, yeah. mechs came up and like destroyed. If you look everything. at Volskaya Industries, there's yeah, yeah. And so it, it made like they fully fleshed out these characters. They don't explicitly say it. You, it's left to the player to find it, interpret, interpret it. It. There you go. <laughs> you got there it. There we go. Finally got it. And uh, also, I, I appreciate that. Yeah. No, I I appreciate characters being much more than what they appear. Or, like, their culture having the background like that. Like, that there's a reason behind uh, what they say or what they do. Just all the little things like that. Because fundamentally, it would be so easy to go, like, the Team Fortress 2 route and have everyone just be these stereotypes. And yeah. they right. just don't. Yeah, I appreciate that uh, female characters aren't stuck in stereotypical roles either. It's not, they're not all healers. And even, like, if you go even further back, like, the... So and so, bad guys of the Overwatch game, Reaper and Widowmaker. Widowmaker is the most like complicated character if you look into her backstory yes, and her absolutely. stuff, because her backstory is given like on Blizzard's website is she was brainwashed into killing her husband. Oof. But if you go back into the uh, winter, like the winter comic, mm-hmm. she's there mourning. I think the grave of her dead husband. That's what yeah. we have to assume. Yeah, and then even then, like Reaper, no, Reaper is the most mysterious yeah we don't know like you know who he is and you know kind of some like the animosity he has with the overwatch team and there's a little bit of a sense that maybe mercy was responsible for his current state of being maybe that's right like right comments yeah yeah the pre-game comments are really where you get most of your story for overwatch which is the creeper what Tragic. happened to you I mean technically <laughs> the game makes no sense in the canon it's because made, it's, it's just it's stated that it's a, a canonical yeah which, it's I just, want an Overwatch movie give it to me grab it I think that's what they wanted at it some was originally point. going to be a movie that's fine and then I they realized the like the movie. yeah Both. <laughs> maybe years from now it took how long to make a Warcraft movie <laughs> 
No, don't don't say it like that. I, tr- I tried to see. This is totally an aside. I tried to see Warcraft literally two weeks after it came out. It was out of theaters. What happened? It was bad. Okay. That's why. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, it did serve a global audience, yeah. which is what uh, Overwatch serves, and it serves many different people. And uh, but one of the things that should be uh, before we move on here, uh, in general, with how important the way the characters look important, the way the characters are, functions. Um, let's just address it. The May glitch. Which was hysterical. It ha- Okay, it was there and gone because they fixed it. But it only appeared in the PTR. Yeah. But it was just so funny because it was just May, except it was skinny May. Well, it was when she pulled, when she did a certain move, right? It Wasn't it like the ice wall made her waist go super skinny? Yeah, um... Basically, like when I saw screenshots of it, it's May's already in like a tight like dress anyway in this, but it, it got even tighter, like corset type tighter. Yeah, yeah. So it, the body dimensions did not make any sense. Yeah, to the no. point where it was ten thousand percent obvious yeah. that it was a mistake. It was a bug, and everyone, yeah. most people saw it as a bug, and other there people were like Blizzard, people. what are you trying to pull here? Yeah, but Blizzard was, being good guy, Blizzard here instantly. Or was like, yeah, it's a bug. Yeah. We got this. It'll they were, they were not was, trying to very, pull. It was very reminiscent of the original uh, Widowmaker expand butt thing when she activated her ultimate. Beautiful. That's what we're here for, though, right, guys? The butt. The butt. We're here <laughs> I for the we were butt. Here for the baps from the last episode I was on. Lord, <laughs> I did not remember the baps. I don't Go listen to that fine episode. What It'll be. I believe <laughs> that episode was about. See John Dragonspear. Yeah, yeah. It, okay. yeah go but check that one out. Infrared, infrared vision gives you a bodacious booty. <laughs> it's, just, it's just a side effect. Conf- Your fall damage is reduced. That said, the way Tracer runs around and does not skip leg like day, Tracer's got a nice butt. But uh, we had eh. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> get off the pod. The, okay, the last uh, episode of the Coven did say that women aren't funny, so I should have expected this. <laughs> so, um, also plugging that. Great but, episode. Okay. Anyway, so the tracer pose fiasco. From so way early on. That was way early, early on. Was, like when it launched. Yeah. That was no, but it was no, before that launch. Was, that was in beta. Yeah, it was beta. Yeah, it was yeah. beta. That, that was in beta. So things were evolving then still things were still changing but one of the things that was kind of demanded to change uh by some outspoken users and especially this one user phipps which i will read some of his argument it was the pose where it's tracer just standing and like looking over her shoulder and it's just it's all about the butt in that photo i mean it's kind of the unavoidable part because i'm not sure how her pants work when still when you make someone 90 percent legs and they're turned around yeah that's the hell that's, that's how linear direction works yep. yeah <laughs> i mean everything was pointing toward uh that orange peach as it were but uh I so died a little inside. i'm so sorry i'm so sorry but uh, so the argument here uh, that was addressed by the dev team is that Phipps said uh, Tracer isn't a character who in, is in part defined by flaunting her sexuality. This pose says to the player base, oh, we've got all these cool, diverse characters, but at any moment we are willing to reduce them to sex symbols to help boost our investment game. What I'm asking is that you continue to add to the game cast uh and investment elements, you double down on your commitment to create strong female characters. Uh, you've been doing a good job so far, but shipping uh, with a tracer pose like this undermines so much of what you've already done. Um, and then this was instantly uh, more or less addressed by uh, senior Blizzard VP uh, Jeff Kaplan. Shout out to Kaplan. Shout out to Kaplan. He said, uh, we want everyone to feel strong and heroic in our community. The last thing we want to do is make someone feel uncomfortable, underappreciated, or misrepresented. Apologies, and we'll continue to try to do better. So there, there's two sides of what happened here, though, is that it was addressed and it changed. And it changed to a much better pose. It wasn't like, oh, now you don't see Tracer's butt. It was, yeah, now Tracer's posing in such a way that makes sense for Tracer to be It doing. looks like Tracer. Tra- it's... For those who don't know, it's uh, Tracer running, uh, but facing away, to laughing over her shoulder. Yeah. Like, yeah. She's like mid-hurdle looking. 
Yeah, it looks like she's stepping over something yeah, very yeah. high. So I know uh, when this whole ordeal was going down, uh, a lot of people were getting like quotes from different people. And I believe, if I remember correctly, they uh, knew that this was going to be an issue internally. Um, they felt like it didn't seem right. They just hadn't changed it yet. So that's why it was like a quick fix. They already had okay. something in place almost like ready for this. Um, it just... The, the stars aligned, someone called them out for it. It's like, finally, someone, like, we know this, and we're ready for it. And then, I guess, afterwards, when they uh, kind of fixed they fixed it, then that's when you had other people get mad because they're like, why'd you do it? You sold out, Blizzard. Yeah, that <laughs> was, was a was lot the of... the fixing of the Skinny May the thing? Sk- no, the Skinny May thing, the... Uh, the Tracer, Tracer pose. Butt. Oh, that's, <laughs> yes, sorry. Yeah, no, you're good. But the thing was, I saw, yeah, I saw a lot of people being like, oh, Blizzard's going to give in so easily to anyone getting butthurt over anything. Like, you're giving in to the PC culture or something like that. People were salty about this. People were salty. no sense. Shocking. Like, it's such a a simple thing. A lot of gamers are terrible. Like, that's just the fact of the matter. But literally, the core of their argument comes from completely ignoring the fact that Blizzard opened with, like, yeah, we were thinking about changing that. Yeah. 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 They, like, they ignore that. That just completely, like, tanks the argument, and it's literally just And then they're like, no, nah, you're just lying. You're making that up. Yeah, it's literally just scumbags at that point. Yeah. yeah, I think the original argument someone brought up was that, like, I don't know if it was this user FIPS or not, but they were like, so I'm really wanting to play this with, like, my that girls. Was, that was in FIPS's. Thing. Yeah, and he was like, and then we saw this, and it's like, I don't want to have to explain to them why Mm -hmm. Tracer looks like this. I don't want to, like, go into, well, the game industry usually sexualizes women. Which, let's be real, you should be teaching your kids that very early. Yeah, but it might feel alienating at first. It might feel like, I'm not going to be a part of this at all because games aren't good to me. It's it's an understandable uh, aversion to something that doesn't treat you well. Mm -hmm. Yet we persevere. We keep on gaming. Though, despite this whole ordeal, Overwatch, highly successful. It's like it didn't even matter. Yeah, Yeah. it really didn't. And, like, I loved all the people who were like, I'm never buying this product. It's like, who cares? You broke this game game for me. Yeah. (laughs) Like, literally, saying you're going to boycott Blizzard doesn't matter. Literally unplayable. Never will. Literally unplayable now. (laughs) Jeez. I mean, how. I hate this first person game where I can't even see Tracer's butt. Now that I can't see Tracer's butt. What do you mean I have to win (laughs) to see this pose? Yeah, that's. (laughs) That's actually what most of them are mad about. They're just really bad at the game, too. Let's get down to the core of it. You can't see it at all because you're not going to win. Oh, my God. You're terrible. Get your head in the game, not in butt. (laughs) Get your head in the game and out of Tracer's butt. Tagline for this podcast. There I love go. it. I, I dig it. I, I know a lot of people. It's always, unfortunately, stemming with Tracer, but we've already said she's kind of the face of Overwatch as we know it. The uh, face and butt of Overwatch, yeah. The face and butt of Overwatch. Um, but Genji, though. Okay, have you yeah, seen those you, memes? Right. Yeah, Genji, though. He's got buns of steel, the man. Most recent thing I've <laughs> Literally. Seen, the most recent thing I've seen is something where Genji's like, but master, why must I have such a bootylicious butt with nothing to use it for? <laughs> because <laughs> and if you think about it this way Mercy designed him like that <laughs> yeah no Mercy put some work onto that <laughs> I love I love headcanons like that that's not a headcanon that's she just canon put him back butt. together that's- that is canon. She made that butt. But I like especially the headcanon that like she like was like thinking about this more than anything else. She was like, I need to calibrate this exactly the slope of each cheek. Like, <laughs> let's get down to science here. He doesn't need a face, but he needs a nice, ter- <laughs> nice firm butt. <laughs> yep. lo- Mercy's so, got her priorities in check. I mean, yeah. But uh, anyway, so I mean, let's be real. When she's chasing him around, healing him, she's got to look at something. Yeah, (laughs) that's it. I like I like the thing that uh, when uh, Mercy got the letter from Genji in the Reflections comics, it just says "Need heals, please." Yeah, I love that. But uh, so that kind of gets down to one of my uh, final topics for this wonderful podcast with you guys: Uh, headcanon. So the fandom has done a lot in Overwatch. I think it's notable to say that a big part of the fandom 
which is kind of where I'm at. I don't even play the game, but I'm that's invested. You can appreciate it. Yeah, that's where a I lot of it. I can appreciate it. I'm invested. I'm invested in the characters and the stories that they tell, and the stories that they don't necessarily canonically tell. Yeah. Uh, so let's let's just jump into it. Who's your ships, guys? Who's your ships? Farmercy, through and through. Farah and Mercy is the best. Like for two reasons. One. Every piece of fan art and fan content about it is the cutest thing in the world. There's even a game three. mode built I'm around gonna, it. I'm going to go three. Well, yes, there absolutely is. <laughs> There's an entire game mode. There, one, the fan art and fan work is incredible. Two, I simply love, given how young Mercy was initially in the original bit of Overwatch, the concept of Farah having a childhood crush on her that then reversed when they were both really <gasps> grown up adults. I've seen that. I love that. I just love that concept. And then three... They work mechanically. Like, fact of the matter is, in a way that I don't think Blizzard really anticipated, the Guardian Angel mechanic and the Rocket Jump mechanic, like, just fundamentally make those characters that go together. Yeah. I was never familiar with the ship name. It's Pharmacy. Yeah. Pharmacy or Rocket Angel. It sounds like Pharmacy then, yes. though. Which, okay, yeah. yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted that people to know that. PSA. PSA. Pharmacy, Dalton. There's, there, there, like, there's too many to even wrap my head around, and like you saw, we saw that picture of the. Okay, we get it. It's Genji and, and Torbjorn. No. Come on, Dalton, <laughs> just say it. Oh, Torbjorn's man. married with thirteen kids. <laughs> yeah, that's who he's married to. <laughs> Genji put on a wig. <laughs> put no, on a wig. When Mercy rebuilt him, he just got a uterus too. Yeah. There you go. All right. He stores so, it in the butt. Honestly, but. like, even though I was talking <laughs> about, like, uh, so everyone's always trying to figure out, like, who Farrah's mom is. And there's that whole, like, okay, it could be. Uh, dad. Farrah's dad. dad. Yeah. You said mom. <laughs> mom. We know, yeah, yeah. know Farrah's mom. <laughs> Farrah's dad. It's like, it's. It, it, Are it, we it, sure? It, it's either Jack. It could be it's, uh, Soldier 76. It could be Reaper. And I'm like, no, nah, you're, you're missing the whole point here. It's, it's, it's also, it could be Reinhardt, too. Um, uh-huh. I do like that. One. It's alluded like to the ship. fact that. Um, the interactions with Anna and Reinhardt, or it's like uh, looking good as ever. Looking good as ever, and it's like, or like the sudden realize, like eh, you're not dead this whole time. Um, and even like in the winter uh, event, there was the uh, sprays that had Reinhardt fishing with much Farah. worse than Farah. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's it's like it's something you you would do with like yeah, like, yeah daughter yeah. son yeah. whatever. So it makes it's sense. Sweet. So maybe I mean it could just be totally somebody else. It could be somebody that's a character. Random Canadian person. Who, Doomfist. <laughs> that, I was honestly about to say that. I think it's in the founders that um, the black dude whose name we have no indication of so far mm-hmm. could be him. Yeah. A. In the future, Doomfist X Roadhog. <laughs> Don't even know the characters, but predicting it now. Okay. Well, given that. Um, What's his name? Wants to play Terry Crews. Given that Terry Crews wants to play Doomfist, I'm there for that. Oh my gosh! Please, can we? I didn't know that. That's wonderful. Even though he's chunky, he is like built too. He's got those like muscly arms. Yeah. His proportions are hilarious too. They really are. Yeah. He's got like a big beer belly, but his arms like his arms are ripped. He's kind of skipped leg day, which is funny to me too. It doesn't have toddles. I was gonna say he skipped the day where you grow legs. (laughs) Yeah. And the thing like when like. like even with the mechanics, like when Roadhog jumps, they just don't. Yeah. It's it's just teleporting slightly. That's all it is. There's no muscle exertion there. But so uh, the ship, I love all the headcans. Uh, but the ship I run into the most. Not run uh, into. What's yours though? What's mine? Yeah. Ah. Uh, That's what we're talking about here. I know. Daily. I your know. Next, Genji. That, yeah, Bastion X Genji. No, Bastion com- X Diva's Mech. The most common one is absolutely Widow Tracer. Like, that's oh. the one that shows up. Like, it's Jack and Gabe and Widow Tracer are the ones that I yeah. actually see represented the most. I've seen Jack and Mercy a lot, too. That's, like, the most predictable. I have predictable. never seen Because it's, like, I've mom and dad. It's mom and... Oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen that mostly as, like, a surrogate parents thing, but I've never I've yeah. never seen people, like, Romantic. I do this because right. I ship these two romantically, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, uh... I guess the one I do like the most is Jack and Gabe because it's just funny to me them hate like each other. The, Antagon- yeah hating each other antagonizing and, each other and yeah. secretly loving each other. But the I one that's out of love and fear attention, Jack. What? <laughs> Nothing. 
But we didn't give you those shotguns for you to throw them away. But now you're looking at me, aren't you? But also, if you think about it, it's like the one-off lines that Reaper says. You just be on bears. I'm back in black. Oh, that's walk away from me. (laughs) Get away. Leave. Gabe, we're breaking up. (laughs) I can't do this anymore. Like even like Soldier Seventy Six has some like dumb things. Like I I love the smell of like um, uh, Uh, pulse munitions munitions in in the morning. Grandpa's. Grandpas. That's all it is in my head is grandpas. Super grandpas. Reinhardt, though. Super grandpas. He references David yeah. Hasselhoff. He's the alpha grandpa, as far as I'm concerned. Catchphrase. But uh, I have catchphrase to. Catchphrase is oh so good. I have to ask you guys, though, because the one I run into the most, aside from Tracer uh, Widowmaker, which I think there's been professionally produced porn about that, or professionally animated, one or the other. But. There's the one a lot I, of professionally animated porn of everything. Yeah, but the one, not the porn part, but like just the ship in general, I see the most is Mikanzo. True. I completely forgot about it. I Mikanzo. saw that more as a joke more than anything. I've never seen it seriously. That's just because you're around Duffy who said yeah. it as a joke yeah. one time and then was 100% <laughs> serious af- every time after. In reality, that one has always been legit. And I don't understand why. I like, can't literally. I type in Overwatch about, I'm down in Tumblr and, and that's and all cowboy. I think it's cute, but like I don't understand why those characters. I think it's just the appeal of like east meets west kind of like have they ever met we're, <laughs> like, yeah, that's the thing too. Well, we don't, we know, don't know. We don't know Hannah. what Hanzo is. We know that McCree's part of Blackwatch. We don't know what Hanzo's no, done. He's not Blackwatch. He's Talon. No, he was he was Blackwatch. Yeah, yeah. So he was Blackwatch. Okay, yeah, McCree, yeah. Hanzo's Talon never been Talon. part of anything. He's just like a neutral third party yeah. that's just there. Yeah, I don't know. Talon now is Widowmaker, uh, Gabe, and um, Symmetra. Honestly, I'm trying to think. There's like a lot of like third parties. So you got uh, you got Zarya, who has no like allegiance anywhere. Well, except to Russia. To except to Russia. Always to Russia. Mother Russia. Mother um, Russia. Got, uh, Genji isn't even attacked. Oh wait, no, Genji kind of is. Initially wasn't. Zenyatta isn't. Bastion isn't. Uh, well, to be fair, Overwatch was deployed to fight the Omnic Crisis. Yeah. Bastion was part of the Omnic Crisis. But he's not a part of Talon, nor is he part of Overwatch. True. So you gotta, I want He this, just wandered in. I want all these leftovers that aren't for anything make their own faction. Yeah. Watch the leftovers. <laughs> watch, watch. So you, got Han, you, got, you got Hanzo, Bastion. You just have Hanzo and a bunch of like Omnics. Just... <laughs> they make up the watch, watch. Who watches they all... the Overwatch? <laughs> the watch, watch. We're back to this. We've bookended it. <laughs> the upper watch. <laughs> Oh the God. slightly taller than you watch. Everyone has inferiority. Inferiority. X Hanzo calling it now. Oh Bastion my gosh. X Hanzo. No, I don't. No, he just loves. Bastion just loves nature. Yeah. Yeah. He's in a relationship with Mother Earth. Yeah. Actual Disney princess. Ship Ganymede with everyone. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Ganymede is Doomfist. <laughs> Swerve. <laughs> he just flies into the glove. I'm glad this is where we're ending. I'm glad, I'm, I'm glad too. So we leaving on we, a positive note. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's very important the things that we discussed in general. I think A plus to Overwatch, maybe not an A plus. Like honestly, in the state that games are right now, when it comes to representation of many people of different cultures and especially women, I'm I'm giving an A plus. Where where would you guys grade Overwatch? Give it an A minus because nothing's perfect. <laughs> Yeah. I'm going to give it an A just because, like, there is still the stuff. Like, yep. um, uh, Symmetra's goddess skins are still a bit eh. But, mm. you know, mm. they're um, leagues above most games. Yeah. Especially leagues above games with this many characters. Leagues above games that are champion-based. Yeah. Leagues above games that are shooters. Shooters especially. I mean, look at Team Fortress where it's just... White dudes, white dudes, white dudes. They're all the same. <laughs> they're all the much. same. Um, they're different body types, but... White dudes. Hopefully, this starts because Blizzard are innovators or visionaries. This may start a trend in future titles. You won't see this ever, like in Call of Duty, probably, but like in similar titles like this, this may be the new standard. Because now they've they've proven yeah. that there is a market for this if it you just, put in the work. It just worries me that we're just going to start seeing a billion champion-based shooters as opposed to. Things that are taking like what actually worked about <gasps> paladins. Paladins. Well, paladins isn't 
a champion based shooter. Yeah. It, she, Paladins is an Overwatch based shooter <laughs> with <laughs> fantasy <laughs> elements. Hey. Yeah, but like the fact of the matter is like what works most about Overwatch is the fact that it's accessible. Yep. Like, yeah. Fundamentally, you don't need to know Overwatch. You just need to know how to play your character. It's a game mm-hmm. with 23 different playstyles. Exactly. So you just got to find what you like. And so it's, counting. In every way, Overwatch is incredibly approachable. And that's what I want to see more of because it also has one of the hottest competitive scenes on the market. So it, yeah. it has incredibly high highs and incredibly low lows. It's like, becoming the eSport. It's, it's the game. Yeah. It is, Overwatch is just the game. If it had a if it had a campaign, why would you need any other games? Yeah, so we have the game now. Look forward to the movie, maybe someday in the future. It's the game, the movie. It's the game, the movie. That's essentially what it is. When you get down to it, you're just playing these characters, but there's no canon in the actual gameplay. The game, the movie, the MMO, the the life, the experience, <laughs> the future, the life, the experience, <laughs> the Coven Podcast, which you've been listening to. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on the Predator Podcast, where we talk about how sick Arnold Schwarzenegger's biceps are. And on that note. <laughs> on that note. Yeah. Thank you all for joining us tomorrow, tonight on whatever podcast this is. Uh, we just don't know. We have many different identities, as does Overwatch. A plus Overwatch. <laughs> I have been your host, Daily Waham, the Witch of the Lang- Wavelengths. Joining me tonight was... Dalton Martin, the Witch of the South. <laughs> Did not get bullied into that at all. <laughs> and <CJ> Street. <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you good? <laughs> You're managing editor. You're that? Hardly. Okay. <laughs> anyway, thank you all for listening tonight. You can check out all our other content here at bitebsu.com, also on our SoundCloud, Ball State Daily, uh, and now on YouTube as well at uh it's bitebsu, the YouTube channel. Check us out. Uh and comment with your favorite ship and why our ships are terrible. Start a flame war in the chat. Fight me. <laughs> Thank you all. Also for... fight Dalton. Fight Dalton. <laughs> and thanks for listening.